Um, yeah, so uh, David Collins has a migraine. Blake Chancellor has – he didn't have a – he just couldn't do it today. I don't know. Uh, what's up? It's the Shirefy Podcast, episode 21. Um, let's see. So we just got Josh today. What's up? What's up, bro? How's it been? Going good. How about you? Going good. Can't complain. Yeah, I texted, I texted John last minute, but he never responded to join the podcast. So Derek never responded either. You should put Rachel on the podcast. I mean, <laughs> might as well. Who knows? Um, would she would she be good on this podcast? I guess. I, don't know. I feel like she would just laugh. Laugh. She'd be like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of which, we're taking taking the podcast on the road to Austin next <laughs> week. <laughs> So it's just me, you, and Rachel, basically. This dude's going to turn into a whole vlogger. <laughs> I'm I, like, boy, if you don't put your phone down. I'm not vlogging. That's one thing I've never been into, vlogs. Like, I don't want people to know what I do every minute, and I don't want to know what other people do every minute of their day, you know? Yeah, I hate that so much. It's like, all right, so I'm going to take you through my day. Just took a just just going to use the restroom. Just exactly. watching. I don't. I don't care. And um, I think it's tiring. Like I'll vlog every now and then just for fun. Like, and it's not even like that serious. I'll just like pull my camera out like three times during a day. I've done like twenty vlogs in the last like two years. <laughs> so it's like something where I just like do whatever. <clears throat> Um, let's see. Today is August 3rd, 2019. Um, what's there to do in Austin? Uh, apparently I know Rachel, she has like a whole agenda for us. You know how that goes. She, apparently she wants to go paddle boating. Um, (laughs) your face. (laughs) (laughs) Paddle boating? Boarding. Okay. Yeah, whatever. That's the thing where you like, you stand and like. You do this? Yeah, and then there's the ones, like, you have actual boats. Like, she wants to go, like, canoeing and stuff like that. Canoeing. What I look like on a Monday afternoon, <laughs> midday, just see me canoeing in Austin. Right after I get done with paddleboarding, I just see you and Rachel on a canoe. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> At 3 p.m. on a Monday. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's always, like, good spots to eat. I've been trying. Every time I go to Austin, I want to eat at Franklin's Barbecue. But, like, you have to get there super early because it's just, like, Pecan Lodge. Like, they sell out and stuff. Well, I guess the good thing with going, like, on Monday through Wednesday is, like, I guess everything won't be super busy. Shoot. I bet Franklin's Barbecue will still be busy. But, yeah, yeah. we'll have a lot of stuff to, like, do and, like, roam around. Um there's a graffiti wall. Um, I've only been to Austin twice. So I can't. I'm not the expert. Yeah, my dad gave me a list of museums. 
I'm not you not finna catch him on a Monday afternoon in a museum in Austin. <laughs> he gave me <clears throat> to go to the uh <clears throat> this recommendation to go to the Bullock Texas State History Museum. It's the story of Texas. That sounds like a bunch of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of rocks. Um I got a shout out Spotify, Apple, to all the ten to twelve people that listen to this podcast right now um, on YouTube, whatever. Um, that's a good thing about this podcast. It's everywhere. It's on every platform in the world. Um, did you uh, did you geek out whenever Drake dropped Care Package? Yeah, a little bit. I didn't want to show it too much because I was just like. Just let me just say the all those songs like I know this is super cheesy to say now, but like all those songs in between like Take Care and Nothing Was the Same, like the, that's what made Drake like elite with his fans. I felt like because he never he didn't really promote those songs. He would I was the guy that would like check his blog like every other day, and he would just drop a song on SoundCloud really no promotion. Um, and it was like one of the first times where like rap for me, I've seen rap music be like emotional, you know, yeah. I've, I know R and B is emotional. I know like pop songs, but like rap music and like songs like trust issues and girls love Beyonce dreams money can buy. Yeah. Like those are so beautiful emotional songs and yeah. yeah so how about you um those i love all those songs but my personal favorite even though it's like not an emotional song i don't know why when it first came out i've always fell in love with the song and i will always be in love with the song I'll always being like my top five in drake and drake songs 4 p.m in calabasas oh really <laughs> yeah, i love that song um what's up i don't know I don't know like what it is or like what like makes it like really appeal to me. It could just be the beat, but like I just like that song. But I appreciate him like making us remember as Drake fans, like, hey, like I know I have good new music out that's like bangers, but let's not forget about the old stuff. Appreciate my old music too. Yeah. Um yeah, that that beat is like kind of funky, like type of thing. Yeah. Um yeah, it's really interesting how he's putting his old songs on Spotify and Apple. Um, let's see. It's interesting because like from 2008 to like 2012, you had the mixtape rap era, you know, of yeah. like the J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick, um, Chance the Rapper. Hey, don't forget Chief Keith now. Uh, Chief Keith, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like all those were like on that piff and like soundcloud they weren't on like itunes or anything but like now because like you know chance the rapper has his mixtapes on spotify and apple now um drake is putting it out um let's see the next j cole needs to put his mixtapes on on up there you know like the song with drake like in the morning like those songs yeah Early, yeah. So it's like, it's a cool trend. Like I'm, I really like it because 
all they got to do though is like clear samples and I that's a little bit hard to do because you know back then they didn't care they were just rapping on anything and so yeah it's very interesting so uh, um let's see the it was really random too and I was like care package the cover I, I mean I don't really care for the cover it's just kind of like weird <laughs> yeah I was like, whatever. Uh, did you peep the, the No Guidance music video? I haven't got to watch it yet, no. What? Wow. <laughs> all, I've seen, all I've seen is the music. Well, you know I'm not a big music video guy. It's really funny because it's kind of like, there's a skit. Like, it's a nine-minute long video. But it's only because, like, Drake and Chris Brown are doing, uh, like, uh, acting stuff. Yeah, I've seen the whole Twitter meme. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm so tired of seeing that. Um, what was it? And, like, Drake Drake and Chris Brown have, like, a dance battle and stuff. So, you know, Drake had to pull out his dances, I guess. Uh, let's see. What do you think about the Tyler, the Creator freestyle? <laughs> I was so uncomfortable watching that whole video you sent me. I was so I was cringing the whole time. I was like, I cannot handle this. If you break down the lyrics to that freestyle, there is so like much meaning in between the lines. Like there's like three meanings in between each line. I'm not gonna pull it up right now, but it's just like wow. It was a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah, like he, this dude was using such like high metaphorical terms and stuff. I was just like Dog, I can't keep up with this. I, my favorite part was when he was just like thinking. He was like, hmm, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he was like taking breaks in between his freestyle. And then like he included Funk Flex, who was like right by him. Yeah, and I was just he was like, whoa. His face, his face had me dying. <laughs> I was dead. Uh, but like Tyler Crater's always been like that with his freestyles. Um, but it's really funny. Um, let's see. What else? Um, have you listened to the Chance the Rapper album? I'm not a fan. I've listened to, like, the first song or so. I've just, I'm just not, I used to be very big into Chance, like, Acid Rap, and even, like, the Coloring Book, but, like, after that, like, I don't know. It's just not the same for me. Yeah, this last album is not that good it's so weird because like he was one of my favorite rap like coloring book was one of my favorite albums and it was like so iconic like independent music blah 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 and all that mess but like there's some lyrics and like you know like the meme now is like oh chance is married because like he mentions it so much <laughs> in his album um there are some lyrics that were just like, wow. There was something where, like, I'm a midget, but I'm a little LeBron. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, wait. There was one. Oh, I need to. It's losing. Uh... I'm a midget, but I'm a little LeBron. I'm going to use that in my <laughs> Instagram caption. <laughs> Next, next Instagram caption. I'm using that exact quote. Oh, there's one line that I just stopped. Whatever. Um, but there was some. Uh, man, wish I had it. But uh, 
yeah, it was it was 22 tracks, an hour long. The album cover was weird. I would have given it like a two to three out of ten. There were a couple tracks that I liked. I mean, that's gonna happen in, in a 22 track album where you like two of the songs. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's a big like YouTube reviewer uh, that Anthony Fantano. Have you kind of seen him around the Needle Drop? He's like this bald oh, white dude. Yeah, I think I've heard you mention him before. Yeah, he's like the biggest music review music reviewer, and he gave the album a zero out of ten. <laughs> and That's me. He was just like roasting the album the whole video. It's like a nine minute video, um, and there's like a two minute segment where he like goes over the lyrics on some of them, and he's just like, cool. "What?" <laughs> um, but uh. Yeah, that was, it, that was, it was so disappointing. Like, I thought it was like going to be the August album, you know, the summer, end of the summer, but. No, I listened to the first like two tracks and I was like, I can't do this. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go listen to YBN's album. Yeah, so like, I tweeted something yesterday. I was like, YBN Cordae's album is what we thought Chance the Rapper's album was going to be like. Because um, YBN has like, he has that chance vibe like he's not hardcore he'll he'll be hardcore rap but then he'll be the playful yeah, he's, he's more into like he's more into like smooth transitions like singing and a soft style yeah. um but yeah he's definitely like blowing up a little bit um because i i know he's like he was one of the double xl freshmen this year and and uh all that mess um Let's see what else. We oh, too much too much music. How about sports? Anything in the sports world or life? Um, let's see sports world. I mean, obviously, I was surprised being an Astro fan. The Astros picked up Zach Greinke at the trade deadline. Yeah, I saw that. That was really random. Yeah, so I feel like now- Zach Greinke is like going everywhere, like just hopping on teams. Yeah, he is now. Like the Astros have four of the top 15 pitchers in baseball and the rotation. So is Grinky still like that elite still? Yeah, he's like really? he's, 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 he's 12 and 4 with a 2.90 wow. ERA. Dang. He's been around yeah, he, for a long time too. He's kind of like I put him in the even the Kershaw's way better than I put him in the Kershaw category because like he has really good like regular season numbers but like his postseason numbers are kind of shaky. So like, he has like, he has like a losing record in the postseason. He's three and four, but like he's really good. Like in the regular season, it's just like he has to find a pitching coach that can turn around his postseason woes. I guess. Yeah. So are the Astros winning the World Series now? Uh, oh yeah, I'll put my money on them. Yeah. Oh, all right. Who's who's beating that rotation? Who's beating Yankees? Who, with what pitching? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, with, with, throw somebody in there. What pitching? I'll never, forget that te- I'll never forget that text you sent me at the 2017 ALCS. You're like, I'm ready for a Yankees Dodgers World Series. <laughs> Astros have been messing that up. And you you would have been bummed that last year if Milwaukee would have made the World Series. <laughs> it could have been. Oh yeah. It would have been Boston and, and Milwaukee. Who 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 won or the NL? Uh, the Dodgers. The Dodgers. Dodgers. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Boston. You'd have been so bummed if it was on Boston, Milwaukee. <laughs> um, man, it's gonna be sad if the Dodgers make it again, and like 
the Blues three straight. <laughs> they have the best record in baseball right now. Yeah, could be another. It's like the last like couple years. We're like in a MLB era. Like it's it's always the last couple years has been like the Astros, Dodgers, yeah. um, Yankees, Red Sox. Like Lucky, the Dodgers could become like the Buffalo Bills of the nineties. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's see. So remember last week I was like, so is is Zeke gonna play for the Cowboys this year? And you know, all y'all were like, yeah, of course. I'm like, doesn't seem like it. I mean, he's in Mexico right now. Yeah, but he did that last. And he did his six game suspension, so I wouldn't read too much into that. But at the same time, I get your point because I think it's going to be more of like um, what Emmett Smith went through. You know, the, the Cowboys went 0-2, and then we're like, freak, we need Emmett Smith <laughs> to win a championship. And so they went and signed him. But if we lose the first two to the Giants and the Redskins, we're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so it's just like – because, like, Jerry, I made that comment or something where, like I, – I forgot what he said, but it was like a diss toward Zeke. <laughs> He said, "He said we don't need a rushing champion in order to win a Super Bowl." Yeah. However, the last the last three times we won the Super Bowl, guess who was the rushing champion? Yep. And the Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, times have changed. Um, stuff like that. Um, let's see. They offered, they offered him a deal though, right? He just rejected it. Zeke. Yeah. Maybe. Apparently they offered him sure. apparently they offered him some type of deal, but he, he rejected it. Okay. Um let's see. Uh what do you think of the NBA schedule? Like coming out? Uh, so I I didn't see much. Uh, I just saw like the Christmas Day games and uh some players' returns. Kyrie and Anthony Davis are making the return on the same night. What? Kyrie. Yeah. Curry's making his return to Boston, and AD's making his return to New Orleans on the same night. Dang. So that's like a probably like a TNT doubleheader or something. Yeah. Dang. Um, yeah, I, w- I didn't really look m- – I didn't see it much. I saw the Christmas Day games, and then I saw, like, everybody tweeting, like, oh, this guy returns on this day. I mean, there's so many, like, return games because of the free agency. Why is Toronto on Christmas Day? I know they're the NBA champs, but why we, got champs. Why, we, why we got them on Christmas They're still the reigning NBA champions. You think like, Kyle Lowry going to lead them to back-to-back? Hey, no. they're the reigning NBA champs. Anything is possible. All right. If so, Kyle like, Lowry's when – Lowry going to lead them to back-to-back championships. Never know. And Siakam. Lowry and Siakam. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Kyle and Pascal. Um, <laughs> but, uh, what is it? Um. But it's gonna be funny because like Toronto's gonna be like a seven seed, and then like they lose in the first round, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, the reigning NBA champions are defeated." That type, that narrative. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like the Mavs in 07. Yeah. Um, Porzingis makes his New York return like early November, so like it's gonna be a quick. I think that's like one of the first return games. Uh, do you know who's opening or opening night? I didn't see that. Oh, good. I mean, I'm sure it's like the Lakers, Lakers Clippers, and all that mess. Who has the home game though on Christmas Day? 
Lakers. Um, probably Lakers, yeah. They yeah. Go, they ain't going to have the Clippers out there on a home game for Christmas. <laughs> That's going to be interesting to see. Like, it's we've never seen two powerhouse teams, like two polarizing teams in the same city. Like, that's so cool. You see that they're building uh, – the Clippers are trying to move away from Staples, so, like, they're building their own basketball arena and their own practice facilities and all that stuff. You know, that's Steve, hard. Steve, yeah, Steve Ballmer's really on his game about that. Because it's so, like, disrespectful. Like, all the Lakers have to say is, like, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all use our court. Like, technically, like – Hey, all they gotta say is like, "Hey, which one of these championships are y'all?" Right. Like, where's where are y'all's banners? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. Y'all got y'all won your division. Oh, that's cute. Do wait. Do they? I guess they do. They leave those banners and stuff during Clipper games. They have to. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. They're like legit the JV team. Yeah, they definitely going to motivate Kawhi and PG. It has to. When you walk in an arena and there's no banners that are yours, like... There's no entire numbers. <laughs> yeah. Is it? I don't think... Wait. Clippers have a retired number. Well, you're, like, breaking up a little bit. I don't think they do. Can you hear me now? Uh... Maybe. Hello? Can you hear me now? Hello? I can hear your voice, but I guess your screen's a little bit off. Um, but yeah, the Clippers, they don't have any retired numbers, so. Who's been the best franchise player for the Clippers? Chris Paul? Blake uh, I mean, I would say... Blake Griffin, just an overall aspect. I mean, being drafted by them and having the impact on like, like the dunking and stuff, and so that's crazy. That's <laughs> so funny. Just like walking into a Clipper game and then seeing like all the banners and numbers because they have the most numbers retired in uh, championships. So. No, Boston does. Celtics have the most. Yeah, right? by one. Yeah, yeah, by one. Gotcha. Um, it, it'll be even after this next season. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, let's see. What else? What else? Think, what else? Do you think it's a failure if AD and LeBron can win one title? Um, if, if they stay together for the next – Three years, yeah, I would say it's a little bit of failure. Um, let's see. What what's their contracts? AD, yeah, they're there for like the next three, four years anyway. No, AD is a free agent after next year. Ah, but he sounds like he wants to stay. Yeah. Unless, I mean, it really is. It's weird to see AD being this like supportive of LeBron and, like, the city and, like, you know, it's unique. And Taco Tuesday. Like, you never you never saw, like, Kyrie or, like, any of the Cleveland people, like, with him at dinner and stuff like that. It's because they, they didn't want to be in Cleveland. They were miserable. Yeah. Um, but, 
I mean, my biggest question is like, Paul George better deliver. Like, you know, I don't think he's that good. Like, everybody's got him up. You know? Yeah, I think I think Paul George and Jimmy Butler think they're better NBA players than what they are. Exactly. Yeah. Like, why would Jimmy Butler go to Miami to be by himself? <laughs> Jimmy so Butler is. Jimmy Butler's in his own world. Like, he does not care about winning that much. Yeah, but um, because I was like, bro, you were literally like a lucky shot away from the conference final, possibly being in the NBA finals. Yeah. But yeah, Paul, Paul George, he's definitely boosting himself up, and he has a tendency to fall short when it comes to pressure. So we'll see how he performs. Like, literally, everybody would roast him for playoff P. Like, yes. he'd call himself playoff P and stuff. But I'm, I don't know. I would, I love, I'm gonna love to watch the Lakers Clippers game because I'm confused. I'm like, who's gonna guard Anthony Davis? Like, you gonna put Montrez, you gonna put Montrez Harold on him? <laughs> Who you gonna put on him? Yeah, that's the one matchup where like everybody's kind of forgetting. Like, there's a six ten, six eleven, pretty athletic dude <laughs> that y'all need to guard. Yeah, so like, I'm like, who who gonna match up with him? Like. I'm not worried about Pat Bev and Rondo. They can go fight about <laughs> it. Uh, do, do, uh, what's is up? Danny Green, is Danny Green going to start? Wait, what? Is Danny Green going to be their starting shooting guard, the Lakers? I think so. So it's going to be Rondo, Danny Green, Braun, Anthony Davis. Who's the center on the team? The Lakers? Yeah. Oh, JaVale. Javel, uh, <laughs> there's there's definitely gonna be like a third quarter. I mean, I feel like Anthony Davis is gonna be like the center sometimes. Yeah, they'll probably go small, so they'll probably put Kuzma. Oh, Kuzma, Kuzma oh, yeah. will be for the third unit. Yeah, or for not the third unit for small ball unit. Is Kuzma gonna be the, like the sixth man? Yeah, but yeah. I think like when it comes to like fourth quarters, they'll probably have Rondo. Rondo. Out of- out of the game and have Braun run point. Wait, actually, take that back. Braun's running point guard next year, remember? Uh, yeah, I heard that report, and I was like, I guess, sure. I mean, he'll probably be like – what? I mean, he'll be like the small forward listed, but he'll play the point guard position a lot more. I mean, like kind of like Dwayne Wade a little bit. You know, he'd always bring the ball down a lot. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, you see your boy Lance Stevens, he out the league now. He going to China. <laughs> really? Yeah, he signed like a four million dollar deal for like some China league or something. Weird. Um, I feel like he could have got four million somewhere in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers might gonna get it to him, but <laughs> um, is Caruso not gonna start? Who? Caruso. Boy. I'm- <laughs> We are not putting Alex Caruso in the start line. Uh, Loki, I went back and watched his highlight tape. He's Loki nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm saying. He's just, uh, just bald. He's, he's, he looks like he's been under so much stress to be like 25, 26. <laughs> yeah, I think he went to A&M. He did. Maybe he like made, majored in engineering or something over there. Uh, I don't know. My man's stressed, are we? My man's stressed. He got no hair on his head. Uh, what is it? Uh, is he stressed like Billy from DBU? Nah, 
Nobody be stressed like Billy from DVD. They had my boy Billy working three jobs. And he had to go to school and he got a family to feed. <laughs> uh, for the audience, there was this. I don't know how to explain this. I, I got it. I got it. All right, you got so, it. So the only thing to eat on this campus was basically Chick fil A. So Charlotte and I would go from time to time. Sometimes we go together, sometimes we go separate. And almost every time there'd be this like boy. And like, I don't know how old this this boy is, but he looks like he's like between twelve and fourteen. Mm-hmm. But my man, my man had on his Chick Fil A uniform and everything. Like he was always stressed, running around doing multiple tasks. And like I see him everywhere on campus, be like in the cafeteria, at Chick Fil A, in the library. They had they had Billy going to school, and then they had him come work nine to five. Billy was stressed. Did you say one day like you saw Billy get picked up by his mom? Yeah. Billy got picked up in a van, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, I know that ain't an Uber." <laughs> Billy's mom came and got him. Was he like still wearing his Chick Fil A stuff? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's he like, pick me up from Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah, he he got in. Oh, I realized what I did. I realized why I wasn't talking. I actually had my microphone muted. <laughs> oh. Yeah, for some reason I don't know how that happened, but I just figured that out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but Billy. Billy got picked up by his mom. You know, he got in the car. He said, Mom, let me tell you about my day. <laughs> uh, yeah. He was always, he always looked stressed. He was never, like, smiling. Billy was never happy. And then we found out his name was Austin. But, like, his, nah. His name is Austin. His name Billy. His name <laughs> Billy forever. He get, he get invited to my wedding. <laughs> I will find him. I'm going to – I'll stop by DBU – one day in the future, and I'll see Billy all grown up. Be like, hey, like, he turns out to be the manager of Chick Fil A over there. Nah, he's gonna be the next president of DBU. How's he working? <laughs> he taking Adam Wright's job. Uh, um, let's see, what else? Um, uh, do do the let's see, do the do the Lakers need Carmelo Anthony? Sure. <laughs> is that the secret link? No. Look, okay, I'm not I'm not anti Carmelo. Do the Lakers right. need him? No. But would he be nice to come in for the second unit to help him and Coos with scoring? Yes, but on defense, who that man gonna guard? <laughs> uh let's see. I don't know. Guard Bev. <laughs> guard Pat Bev. Yeah. Guard Kawhi or anything. But yeah, I mean, would he be nice? Should should Carmelo Anthony be in the league? Absolutely. You can't tell me there's 30 NBA teams. He can't at least make a roster spot. But yeah, does he need to be a starter anymore? No. He needs to know his role, come off the bench, get a quick 10 to 15 points, and go sit right back on the pond. <laughs> I think like I think GMs are kind of scared because like the last three to four years he's been like, I'm a starter. You know, like I'm a starting shooting or a small forward, I don't go on the bench type of mentality. Yeah. Like, now he's, like, he really switched up. He's, like, I just want to be on the roster now. So, like, GMs are, like, are you sure? Like, I think GMs are, like, if we sign you, I feel like you're going to be wanting a starting spot. Well, well, if he's on the Lakers, who are you going to start over, Braun? Exactly. No, but, like, let's say he plays for, like, a – an average playoff team, like a seven seed or something, like like, like Portland. Sure, yeah, let's say Point Portland. 
And what do they still have a menu? A menu? Uh, I'm starting small forward or okay, whoever's starting small forward for the Blazers is um, Carmelo would be like, yo, like I'm a better all-time player than him, which is true, but like that doesn't mean at the moment. Or, yeah, so it's just like yeah, it's just he's not a starter on a playoff team type of player. No. So he needs to understand that his comment yes. his comment really bothered me the other day on first take when he was like he was like New York Stephen A asked him, he was like, Why would you stay in New York even though you knew they weren't gonna build a championship team around you? And he was like, Well, in meetings they talked about like doing this and doing that for me, but and then Stephen A was like, They might have told you that, but like evidence showed you that they weren't gonna do that. So like why did you stay? And clearly like he was just obsessed with like the money and like getting this big contract. Like Carmelo was never serious about winning or else he would have changed his ways. Yeah. He was yeah, the – I mean, being in New York, Madison Square Garden, like, I mean, he can legit say he's the best Nick player. No. No. no don't. Best Nick player of, like, of this generation. Yeah, I mean, well, who else they got to compare him to? Exactly. So, it's like, he's the guy. Like, everybody's going to – like, all the New Yorkers that grew up are going to, like, remember him. I mean, he's the best – I mean, they've – stunk for so long so it's just like it's sad to see like Melo being the best player of the last 20 years for the Knicks they've, really uh, stunk. they've stunk since they lost the finals in 99 yeah and then ever since then you had the Steph Marbury days and all that mess um Lynn Sandy yeah um did you read did you read the speaking of Jeremy Lynn did you read that comment the other day yeah well, he's like, I feel like I hit rock bottom. And I was like, dude, yeah, you might be down because you're not, like, in the league, but, dog, you went to Harvard, bro. You're, you're doing well for yourself. You just won an NBA championship. Like, I feel like that was taken out of context because I was like, you can't be that sad. Yes. I feel like the NBA gave up on me. I think I think he, like, wrote some essay or something, and I guess people took that wording. But, um, I mean – he could still be a backup point guard for somebody. I mean, I'm kind of confused on that. It's just – There's uh, still a lot of free agents that haven't been signed, by the way. Yeah. I don't know. Um, How do you think yeah. Boogie Cousins is going to work? But, oh, speaking – why, oh, yeah. why would you want Carmelo whenever you already have another experiment in Boogie Cousins? I forgot we have Bo- – I forgot the Lakers have Boogie. Yeah. Literally always forget that. I hope he's better. Like <laughs> – I mean, he was, like, bad in the finals because it was just, like, so, like, quick and everything. But it'll work. Boogie, Boogie's mature now. I wouldn't say all that. <laughs> I would not say all that. He's a lot. All he wanted when he was a Sacramento King to be on a winning team. Now he's on a winning team. I think he'll be – I mean, he was pretty chill with the Warriors last year. Well, he knew his role. He yeah, so Steph, KD, and Clay, and not be chill. He knew his role. He wanted a ring. Um, How'd that work out? Well, <laughs> weird stuff happened. Um, all right. Well, Did you that? No, no, no. What's up? We, get, we gotta talk. About, we gotta talk about your boy Clay real quick. Did you read his quote? What did he say? He said, uh, 
like the end of an era or something. Yeah, I was like, Clay. He's I'm gonna come back more athletic and more stronger, and I was like, Clay. <laughs> hey, I mean, sometimes you come back stronger after an ACL. I, I I don't disagree with that, but to say that the dynasty, I wouldn't say the dynasty's like not over. Like I'm not saying it's like completely over, bro. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna coast to the finals like you have been. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, it'll be tough for them. Coasting. I saw they just gave Draymond that money. Four years, a hundred million. Man, man, like that's one situation where, like, I don't. If Draymond was like with another t- situation, like he fits so well with this Warriors team. Man, it's just he's. I wouldn't say lucky. He just got in a good, <laughs> good situation. Um. All right. Let's see. Song of the week. You got one? Um, of course, I already said it. 4 p.m. in Calabasas with Drake. Oh. <laughs> my song. Calabasas. Uh, for me right now, it's Panini by Lil Nas X. Really? Bro? It's so awesome. I, I listened to, like, his EP album thing recently. Um, I was like, what? what's the first, like, opinion? Panini, don't you be a meanie. Like, hey, that's why. Don't play that next week in Austin. But, <laughs> no, nah, it's, okay. The producer, this producer named uh, Day Trip, uh, he's the, uh, you'll recognize his tag. So, like, it's in Panini, Rodeo, For Little Nas X, and Mobamba, those tracks. And it's like, Day Trip took it to 10, that, that yeah. part. Yeah. And he puts so much bass in these instrumentals. I love them. Like, that's why I'm loving these tracks. I'm like, wait, there's a common thing. Uh, Corday even has a couple tracks with this producer. Um, so this producer, yeah, I like it. So I'll say Panini by Lil Nas X. Uh, any shout outs? Um, shout out to my potential job interview on Monday. Um, yeah. Shout out to uh, always got to give a shout out to my mom. Can't can't forget yeah. her. <laughs> uh, uh, every every week, got to give a shout out to her. Um, shout out to all my friends I get to see next week that I haven't seen in a minute. Uh, shout out shout out to uh, Hot Boy Summer. Shout, <laughs> out. <laughs> shout out to Summer Nineteen. It's been a good one, but mm-hmm. it's coming to a close. And shout out to the grind because we're about to be back on our grind. Shout out to the grind. Yep, to the grind. The never, never stop being persistent. The grind. <laughs> uh, it's not the end of summer. We still got. All right, it's the end of summer, but it's gonna go to the fall. It's gonna use the momentum okay. from the it's summer. Gonna, it's, it's gonna be a fall boy summer. So I'll shout out. I don't know this, this barbecue I'm about to eat because I'm so hungry right now. What barbecue about to eat? Rudy's. Never heard of it. What? Never heard of it. Uh, all right, well, you got to go sometime. <laughs> um, Is it in Dallas? Is just a Dallas thing? Yeah. There's got to be some in Houston. All right, well, we got seconds left. All right, have a good one. All right. Peace. Bye.